Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You've got to be smart if you're going to win the Royal Rumble. We've had a bunch of these matches now and many tactics have been used, but if you don't sit down and study the ins and outs, your ass is going over the top rope. And yeah, then you could just stick one leg up in the air. This will be fine because both feet have to touch the floor. I don't want to talk about it. But let's not worry about that for now. And instead, I am Simon from What Culture. Please do hit that subscribe button. And this is nine wrestlers who didn't learn from Royal Rumble mistakes. Number nine, Shelton Benjamin and staying away from Shawn Michaels. Shelton Benjamin must be so wounded by his happenings with Shawn Michaels, he deletes stuff from his brain. That is the only explanation as to why on three separate occasions, he got murked by the heartbreak kid. And sure, HBK is one of the best Royal Rumble competitors in history, both in the match and just other bouts that would be on the pay-per-view and of course he's a two-time winner of the thing he also overcame the odds constantly by winning the wwe title against psycho sid in 1997 and then retaining it a year later against the undertaker the dude knows what he's doing in january soon forward to 2006 and he was eliminating shelton from the thing which was nothing to write home about but then 12 months later come on dude even though benjamin extended his time by a solid 15 minutes as soon as sean was in there boop out went Sheldon. Somehow in 2008, he still didn't learn because after 18 seconds, Michael saw his face, Sweet Chin musicked him, and that was that. Good grief. It's unlikely sure Michaels will ever be in a rumble again, so if Benjamin finds his way back in, he should still be safe. But this is like being told 2 plus 2 equals 4 and continuing to insist the answer is fish. Number 8, Scotty Too Hotty and The Undertaker. Scotty Too Hotty did not have a good time at the 2001 and 2002 Raw Rumble. I mean, when he arrived in the former, The Undertaker and Kane were in the ring, and even though Scott kind of skulked in there, they ruined him and threw him over the top rope. He was effectively dead. Fast forward 12 months and fate kind of repeated itself. Just as Maven had shocked the world by drop-kicking Taker out of the rumble and then getting a horrible beating for his troubles, the next entrance was out, and it was Sky Too Hotty. Although the hot one was slightly reserved, given that the Tough Enough winner was being brutalized, he thought he had time to dance. Nope. As soon as the dead man saw this, he twonked him right in the face during one of his shuffles. Surely after he was eaten alive the year prior, he would have been smarter, but no, he wiggled his hips in front of the phenom. Really dumb. Number seven, Randy Savage doesn't know the rules. This was odd, wasn't it? The mistake that Randy Savage made is that he didn't know what you were meant to do in a Raw Rumble 
I am still perplexed by it. Because as we know, the one thing you don't want to do is be thrown over the top rope. So why the Macho Man in 1992 just stood up and voluntarily jumped over them, I will never know. It was sold as if he was so wound up by Jake Roberts that he just wanted to beat him up more. But slide out of the bottom, Randy, you didn't need to do this. Bobby Heenan and Gorilla Monsoon tried to save it by saying you had to be physically eliminated by someone else for it to count, which did allow Sid Justice to get rid of him properly later. I suppose someone could have made this error, but what makes it even more bonkers is what happened in 1993. As Savage and Yokozuna battled out to see who would win the thing, Macho dropped his elbow on the sumo wrestler and tried to pin him. What are you doing, Randy? It really went bad as Yoko powered out so hard he threw Macho over the top and he was out again. This was not a good relationship. Number six, Bushwhacker Luke and being in a rush. No matter what happens to Bushwhacker Luke, he shall always be remembered for this. All the way back in 1991, Luke flew to the ring with all the gusto of a winner, got grabbed by Earthquake who marched him across the squared circle and threw him out. Without ever breaking his stride, Luke carried on that weird Bushwhacker strut. It was marvelous. If we jump into the world of kayfabe, you could say Luke was just too focused on pleasing the fans rather than winning, but nobody can explain what happened four years later when he finally got back in the thing. He must have forgotten in all of that time because he was in and out within 19 seconds after Shawn Michaels threw him over the top. This means his combined total was 24 seconds. 24! If you care, he was able to go three minutes in 1989, but that was before anybody really cared about the rumble. What a mess. Number five, Tess struggles with the big show. WWE always thought they had something with Test, and I think they could have been right too. Unfortunately, they pushed him way too hard, way too quick because of how he looked, and with a bit more time to get the idea of the whole thing, it would have helped Andrew Martin no end. He was starting to find his feet a little more in 2000, which is why he was in the Royal Rumble for a solid 26 minutes, although that came to a halt when the big show arrived. The giant hurled Test as well as Gangrel like they were nothing, and it happened so quick you likely missed it, not even the cameras were ready. Things weren't going as well in 2001, and as ever, the rumble was a good indicator of this. Test entered, was in for about two minutes, and when his new enemy, the Big Show, was back to say goodbye, well, you can figure out the rest. If I were him, I would have just legged it as soon as the seven-footer started making his way out there. But I'm not Test. He clearly thought he could do something. Number four, Big Show and Kane's rubbish alliance. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting the outcome to change. I don't think Kane and the Big Show have ever heard of such a phrase. And I do get it back in 2006. Given that they were both huge, they thought, hey, if we work together, one of us can win. And that would have been a success if they hadn't have turned on each other like a couple of goofs. Triple H noticed this, though, and tossed them both. I hope they felt like fools. Somehow, however, almost 10 years later, they decided to try again in 2015. Are you kidding me? Once more, it was ticking along fine until they fell out halfway through their plan leaving Roman Reigns this time to go, okay, well, if you're going to do that, I'll just sneak up and push you to the floor. He did. There was lots of booze, but honestly, you didn't learn anything from what you had done, you poindexters. Come on. You'd likely be main eventing WrestleMania right about now. But no. Number three, Bret Hart doesn't learn from his bro, or half-brother anyway. It's only one of the few times where the hitman wasn't the smartest dude in the room, because everything he does inside the ring is so damn good. That's why when we got to the 1997 Royal Rumble, it was astonishing to see him make the same error as the British Bulldog. It's not like there were years between these moments either. We're talking two. But in 1995, it was Davy Boy who thought he'd won the thing and started celebrating after throwing out Shawn Michaels. And then 24 months later... 
Hart did the same. After Brett Chuck Stone Cold Steve Austin, he turned his back on the rattlesnake, and given that nobody saw Austin hit the floor, he snuck back in the ring and pushed Hart over the top. The hitman protested, but you know the deal with wrestling. If the referees don't witness it, it may as well be gibberish, and it was so controversial, we had to have a whole pay-per-view dedicated to the fallout. But seriously, Brett... All you had to do was watch a VHS. Number two, WWE and not understanding Daniel Bryan. This is so funny. It is amazing that WWE thought they could get away with this, and yet they did. It would be like receiving a punch to the face because you pushed a button, not liking it, and then pushing the button again... Stop being Bart Simpson. It was even worse because this did feature Daniel Bryan, who was just a hero to the people, but yes, WWE refused to push him. It got so obvious they had to put him in the WrestleMania 30 main event when he won the world title, but right after that, it was back to flub you town. Getting there wasn't that easy either. Fans were convinced Bryan was going to be in the 2014 Rumble right down to number 30, so when he wasn't, my word. It led to poor Rey Mysterio getting booed out the building simply because he was a different person. And it was horrible, it really was. Jump to next year and the same feeling was in the air. Everybody wanted Daniel to have an awesome Rumble showing. And while he did appear this time, do you want to know how long he lasted? Ten whole minutes. WWE assumed as it was Bray Wyatt doing the eliminating the heat would be justified. But again, no. Every single person was just disappointed and let the powers that be know... They had no clue what they were doing. Number one, Albert and every single Raw Rumble. If we're looking at stats, Albert was not very good at Raw Rumbles. Other people have lasted less time or come across like bigger goofs. But when you add up the time spent in the Rumble and compare it to the eliminations, no one has a worse record than the A-Train. In fact, he threw out a grand total of zero people. Oh boy. He was able to pop up in six of these over the years. Three as Albert, two as A-Train, and finally as Lord Tensai. And he lasted 46 minutes combined. But yeah, he was never allowed to throw anybody over the top rope. And I don't get how that's possible. It's even stranger as WWE tried to push him hard on multiple occasions. As he won the Intercontinental title, appeared at WrestleMania facing The Undertaker, did the same at SummerSlam, and at one point was penciled in to become the WWE champion. He didn't but it was in the plans. So really this just proves Matt Bloom was never used as he should have been. Just go and watch his New Japan matches. If WWE had done that, we'd be telling a very different story and maybe just maybe saying, there goes Albert, a winner of the Royal Rumble. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.